This is My Prince, placed on WGOT, LP Gainesville, 100.1 FM. Find strength. We can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. Order to the galaxy. If you only knew the power of the dark side, dark side, dark
Jesus name makes me want to cry.
I've been afraid of the water ever since my accident. I had a VHS of the Little Mermaid. I'd watch it over and over, wishing someone would throw me in the water and I'd grow fins. My boyfriend, Chris, just calls it a phobia and he teases me about it. I thought it'd be a good idea to get over my fear by going to the aquarium with Chris, but <laughs> I don't think Chris takes me seriously. All he talks about is crypto. I just feel like what I have right now isn't enough. There's more out there. I just want someone to take me away from all this and bring me into the deep blue. I can drift away into all that beauty. A new world with new possibilities. Until then,
Listening to my friend's place on WGOT LP Gainesville 100.1 FM. Thank you so much for making uh, my friend's place part of your afternoon, whether you're listening in the car or maybe you're listening later on uh, from a podcast through Cramla, which is C R A M E L A. Welcome to the show. And speaking of the show, here's what you heard in that warm up mix. 
kind of a more uh, mellow warm-up mix this week than what we usually do here on the program. But regardless, uh, first up, you're at Supermatic, Power of the Dark Side, way back from 1991. I have no idea how they cleared those samples from Star Wars. Actually, I have an idea. They didn't clear those samples from Star Wars, so uh, probably didn't collect too much money on the back end from that, but a very popular uh, 12-inch in the club back in the day, uh, 30 years ago, actually. So um, after that, I had a remix from the Beatles. Another uh, really popular song from the early 90s, Candy Flip with Strawberry Fields. Um, after that, kind of kept like a Beatlesque theme going uh, with a new song from Max Bloom called Pedestrian. Then it was Dark Tea, Finally on Time. After that, you had uh, one of my favorite bands, uh, Future Islands, covering Color Box. That song title is The Moon is Blue. They get you officially called up to everything you've heard this week on my friend's place. So let's do a little bit of a TV and movie reviews. Last week, I uh, talked a lot, a lot, talked some about, um, what did I talk about? Golly, I have already literally forgotten what I reviewed last week. So that's probably a bad sign. Uh, and the past has been uh, Kong vs. Godzilla, or Godzilla vs. Kong, depending how you look on that, which got a... Uh, Kind of a thumbs up, I suppose. And also, you heard our, I reviewed um, Just League America, the Zack Snyder remix of that, which also got a very mild thumbs up. So this week, I want to talk about um, a series on HBO, uh, Q Into the Storm. So at this point, I'm pretty sure all the listeners, especially if you're listening to the radio, WGOT, are quite familiar with Q and what Q is all about and their conspiracy theories and their effect on modern politics. And Q to the Storm takes a dive into that and a lot more as it kind of traces the origins of the Q movement. Uh, something that I learned, you can trace it all the way back to a game, I believe in 2012, called Cicada 3301. So spoiler alert if you didn't know that already. Um, but basically it was like a puzzle um kind of a mix between a scavenger hunt and a puzzle that came out you know, about 10 years ago and kind of launched Q um, inadvertently, um, but also came from 4chan, which was later turned into 8chan, which was later turned into some other site that I can't remember. But anyway, uh, Q kind of looks at the people that are involved, or Q Into the Storm, the HBO series, looks at the people that are involved with the Q movement, um, three people in particular, Ron Watkins and Jim Watkins, who are related in the movie, Jim being the father, Ron being the son, and also uh, Frederick Brennan, who created 4chan and kind of got in business with the Watkins. But um, like all good documentaries, they use one topic to basically jump into a lot of other topics, including Gamergate and um, the mass shootings at like Christchurch in New Zealand and the 4chan, 8chan uh, connection to that. And uh, another spoiler alert, eventually uh, the original creator of 4chan, which, not 4chan, but 8chan, Frederick, uh, goes to war with the Watkins uh, family, believing that 8chan needs to be more heavily regulated and it's too much into bed with the white supremacists and um, Nazis. And that's another like uh, focal point of the show. So lots of stuff going on. Um, the filmmaker kind of inserts himself into it, uh, closer to the end of the documentary, which, you know, kind of Hunter S. Tompkins. So I know some people kind of like that and some people are, uh, not in favor of a documentarian becoming part of the story, but, um, very interesting, uh, interesting story, uh, very entertaining, 
fast moving and I'm going to give a big thumbs up to people that are interested in seeing Q into the storm. I thought I knew a lot about Q. Turns out really did not know very much after all. So uh, that is streaming right now. It's available on HBO Max. All six episodes are up. They're all about an hour apiece. So um, if you're into documentaries and you want to learn more about Q, again, recommend that. So um, from that show, got a little bit of music. Uh, it's the opening uh, credit song for Q Into the Storm. And it really is a perfect opening song for uh, what went down on that show. Kind of quirky, odd, and uh, you'll, uh, you'll understand when I play it. So uh, from the opening credits, this is Q Into the Storm. The world is beyond us 
scale so does pleasure in a candy jail 
love doesn't come around any more than fate allows on a Monday in Fort Lauderdale. I came all this way to see you grace, to see your life as written paraphrase. I have tried being as written on the furnace of affliction. This is what you couldn't face. Life in a candy jail, peppermint bars, peanut brittle bunk beds and marshmallow walls. Where the guards are gracious and the grounds are grand, and the warden keeps the data on your favorite brand. Jelly beans and cookie dough Country restroom on the radio I've got a number on my name It's hard to rise above the shame I'm a branded man made in the mold These dreams engulf the waking mind Like cherry grape and lemon lime Like candy corn and licorice Like bubble gum and Swedish fish This happens to me all the time Living in a candy jail, peppers and bars, peanuts through bunk beds and marshmallow walls. Where the guards are gracious and the grounds are grand, and the warden really listens and he understands.
That's Teenage Lop. Try again. That's the Ramones with Teenage Lobotomy, and you're listening to my friend's place here on WGOTLP Gainesville, 100.1 FM. Thank you so much for tuning in live on the radio or perhaps later through a podcast through Cramel, which is C-R-A-M-E-L-A. Regardless, uh, thank you for uh, supporting the channel. Thank you for supporting uh, the show. Um, here's what you heard in that last half hour of music leading up to the Ramones, uh, leading things off. Right after the break, I did a review of Q Into the Storm, kind of keeping an HBO theme going for uh, two weeks in a row. As last week, did a Godzilla vs. King Kong, which is also an HBO property. Uh, pretty different programs, though. Uh, Q Into the Storm, really cool exploration into the Q uh, for lack of a better word, phenomenon. So definitely check it out, especially if you enjoyed the movie uh, Idiocracy from Mike Judge, because it's kind of a uh, that pretty much come to life. So um, after that, Crowded House. If you knew that I played Crowded House, well, you are better at uh, IDing songs than I am, because it was a Tame Impala remix of To the Island. It didn't really sound very much like Crowded Island, or excuse me, Crowded House, Crowded Island. Crowded Island, that would be like, a, it's not a bad band name, but anyway, didn't sound very much like Crowded House because it was a Tame Impala remix and didn't really use a lot of the vocals and the vocals that did kind of sped up and looped. Um, after that, you had Metronomy, Walking Into the Dark, the MGMT remix of that song, which you've heard for now three weeks here on My Friend's Place. Then it was Silver Synthetic, Around the Bend. After that, you had Savage Gary, Featuring uh, Georgia, nothing to say. You heard that one last week, too. And that gets caught up to everything you've heard here on My Friend's Place. So um, let's do a little bit of this day in music history. Talk a little bit about why you just heard the Ramones' Teenage Lobotomy. Um, so on this day, what day is it? I'm actually going to have to look it up. I am kind of lost a little bit. So uh, April 15th, it looks like it is. So... This day, April 15th in 2012, I give you a guess what happened. Something really famous that had to do with Coachella. So, give you a second to think about it. Three, two, one. Hey, if you guessed the Tupac hologram, then give yourself a pat on the back. So, in 2012, a virtual Tupac Shakur performs at the Coachella Festival, rapping Hail Mary and two of America's most wanted before disappearing. Imagine that, hologram disappearing. So, um, you haven't really seen the holograms as much uh, since that Tupac and um, Kim Kardashian's dad. I guess that was the last uh, time I can really think about holograms coming into play. But, yeah, 2012 at Coachella, you had two Pox hologram. Going way back, well, not super way back, but... About um, 50 years ago, 1971, the Beatles, they won an Oscar. I'll give you a second to think about it. This is terrible radio with radio silence, but uh, so three, two, one. They got an Oscar for one of their like least um, critically acclaimed albums, Let It Be. So in 1971, the Beatles won their only Oscar, taking Best Original Score for their movie, let it be. Then uh, also way, way back, a year before that to be on, uh, accurate, 1970, Michael Wadley's Woodstock, a film chronicling the famed 1969 Counterculture Festival, wins the Academy Award 
for Best Documentary Feature. And if you're listening, I'm pretty sure most of you have seen that documentary, or for sure pieces of it. If you haven't seen the documentary, though, uh, check it out from beginning to end. It is a really cool um, capsule, time capsule, basically, of a hippie life in the early 70s. So recommend that. And, of course, the music's great. Finally, um, one of the reasons why, not one of the reasons, the reason why you heard uh, the Ramones at the beginning of the show, on this day, April 15th in 2001, Joey Ramone of the Ramones dies of lymphoma at age 49. So a little bit of a mini tribute to him. So uh, leading into the break, you heard teenage uh, lobotomy from the Ramones uh, heading out of the break. You're going to hear the Ramones with uh, Rockaway Beach because of... Sad day in Ramon's history because Joey Ramon died. Um, oh, interestingly enough, uh, live show. So as I was uh, doing a little bit of show prep, noticed they're going to make a movie about uh, the Ramones and Joey Ramon, which, yay, sounds great. Uh, lead actor, uh, Pete Davidson's going to play Joey Ramon. Yay, great. And then I saw that it was going to be produced by uh, Netflix. So <sighs> Netflix is kind of, uh, well, you know. Anyway, um, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, Pete Davidson handles that role. And um, let's do a little bit of Ramones to honor Joey Ramone as I hit into the next uh, little bit of music. Again, this is Ramones with Rockaway Beach. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Rock, rock, rock away, bitch Rock, rock, rock away, bitch Rock, rock 
Used to be 
Oh 
Yeah.
All right, John Cravey. Uh, you've heard that a couple times now here on My Friend's Place. It, the song title is Relief. Really harking back to the uh, early 90s kind of ravey sound. And, uh, of course, you're listening to My Friend's Place here on WGOD LP Gainesville 100.1 FM. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's do a really, really uh, fast summary. Well, summary like more than a summary. Here's what you just heard over the last 30 minutes or so of music. I'm actually kind of stalling time because, oh, there it is. I uh, found a song that I did not put on my playlist that I played. So, uh, there we go. A little behind-the-scenes type of action here. That's what we do. That's what we do here at WGOT. We uh, give you the behind-the-scenes uh, things that are going on. So, here, now, officially, and I found that song, is what you heard. All right. After the break, I talked about uh, on this day. What day is it? April 15th, I believe. Uh, and it's definitely Thursday. So Thursday, April 15th, but not on um, Thursday, April 15th, but on April 15th, uh, 2001, I believe, uh, Joey Ramone passed away and played a couple of songs to honor his uh, legacy. Uh, first up, you heard the Ramones' Teenage Lobotomy. Then it was the Ramones with Rockaway Beach. After that, new music on uh, my friend's place, Ice Age Shelter song. Then when you've heard uh, for three weeks in a row, it's the Beck cover of Paul McCartney's song, Find My Way. After that, new one, uh, Flock of Dimes, One More Hour. Uh, then another new one, some electronic music, uh, Hildegard with uh, Jour One. And then you heard that John Gravy song, which uh, John Gravy might be my favorite artist name in a while. But uh, the song title's Relief. You've heard it uh, once or twice here on My Friend's Place. So that gets you officially called up to everything that you have heard here on the show this week and, and sometimes, uh, in some cases, prior weeks. But... Let's do a little bit of news. Um, normally, I try to pick more fun and silly news stories and things to make fun of. However, today I'm going to use my very small, limited uh, position here as a uh, part of a very small media company to take something like kind of a serious. And um, I've mentioned this before, and it probably uh, this won't be the last time, I'm sure. But uh, let's do a little bit of serious news today instead of uh, who needs Jesus and um, who's the big dummy. So uh, this I'm taking everything off the alligator, so I'm going to give them full credit. And the writer of this article is Lucille Lanigan, and it's really easy to find at alligator.org. But um, here is the headline, UF student in coma after being hit by a car which is unfortunately a very common headline here in Gainesville. Um, so I'm going to actually just read the words that uh, Lucille Lanigan wrote on uh, April 12th. So you have students med- in a medically induced coma after being hit by a car early Thursday morning at about 12.40 a.m. Calhoun Wolverton, a 19-year-old UF accounting second-year student was crossing the 300 block of Northwest 13th Street near Target and Krispy Kreme, when a car hit him outside the crosswalk, said Graham Glover, Gainesville Police Department spokesperson. So the first thing that jumps out at me, as someone who goes up and rides a bike up to the stadium quite often, I have crossed at that same exact point many, many times. So it brought a little bit of a chills 
uh, down my spine when I first read this. So um, continuing with the, her article, as of Sunday night, no charges have been filed against the driver. The crash investigation could take months, Glover said. Pedestrian safety in the city, particularly along University Avenue, right around the corner, uh, just a couple blocks, uh, has become a concern after the deaths of two UF students on the road in December and January. Wolverton's in a medically induced coma and will require facial reconstructive surgery, CAT scans, MRIs, and other procedures to recover, according to a GoFundMe page. So if you're interested in donating, uh, he does have a GoFundMe page created by Wolverton's uh, fraternity, Beta Theta Pi. As of Tuesday morning, Wolverton is in critical condition but is stable, his father, Tobin, wrote in an email. So, I, you know, again, try not to be like, a, like I like my friend's place to be a fun show and kind of lift you up. Um, you're coming home from work most of the time, but, you know, sometimes we can't avoid things that are happening in town. And um, if you're driving a car, slow down. It's pretty simple. Uh, don't be a person in this uh, particular situation. And I'm not saying the person that hit him did anything wrong at all. But as uh, both a driver and quite often a biker, there are people that, um, on both ends, that uh, don't really follow the law. So, for example, you know, driving through my neighborhood, uh, there are cars that look at stop signs as a yield opportunity instead of a stop opportunity. And so many times they've kind of run through the stop sign and I've had to, you know, jog my bike around them. Or you have people that are on their phones not really paying much attention. And I also, you know, I'm going to be critical of the bikers and pedestrians. They don't always follow the rules. I've seen uh, bikers, you know, run through stop signs or pedestrians clearly ignore the uh, crosswalk. But here's the difference. So if you're on a bike or you're on a crosswalk and you do something stupid, it's going to cost you your life. No question about it. Or a severe injury. So there's that. If you're in a car and you do something really stupid and you hit a pedestrian or a biker, it's going to cost them their life, right? However, here's the difference. If you're a pedestrian or a bike rider and a car hits you, yeah, you're probably not going to do that much damage to a car. Uh, that person's probably going to survive, probably file an insurance claim, and go on with their life. So there's just such a higher degree of um, vulnerability with people that are on bikes or on pedestrians, whether or not they're following the law. Because I know there are people that are listening to this right now probably driving around saying, hey, I see people acting like idiots all the time on bikes and uh, walking and not paying attention to laws, and that is absolutely true. I see it too when I drive. But the difference is if there's an accident involving a car, they're going to die and you're going to have property damage. So I would absolutely encourage people that are driving just to be more mindful, and people on bikes and people walking around, and I would also ask the same at pedestrians and bikes. And really, overall, what really needs to happen is at a state and a local level, uh, we need to come up with some laws that make sense, uh, especially for bikes. Because on the one hand, we treat bikes like cars, which in some 
circumstances make sense, but in other circumstances, treating a bike like a car is really stupid. You know, riding through my neighborhood, you know, on a Sunday morning at 9 a.m., and expecting me to come to a complete stop at every single stop sign and putting my feet down, that's dumb. But that's actually the law. Of course, the other hand is, you know, if I don't stop at that stop sign and a car has a right away and hits me, that's my fault. Uh, so at some point, uh, on the state level, we've got to kind of come up with a hybrid um, set of laws that apply to bikes and to pedestrians instead of just pretending like uh, one size fits all, especially in uh, regards to bicycles. So there you go. A little bit serious uh, news story today from my friend's place. So let's get into um, back into some music, uh, some more fun stuff, and uh, let's do kind of a palate cleanser. So uh, for my palate cleanser, let's do a little bit of a 70s. Let's go disco. Here's uh, Royzen Murphy with a brand new disco song, Assimilation. <laughs> Oh, 
you. Listen. Shopping spree.
in a row a returning champion that's defeating pretty much all the previous returning champions that's electric youth modern fears the pilot priest come true remix of that and i am done i'm out of time <laughs> gonna turn things over to uh if you're listening live on fred's listening live on if you're listening live on uh 
Thursday. Brett Souders about to take over. On uh, Friday, you've got the great H.R. Gertner with Red Pony Music Hour. And if you're listening on Sunday, you got replays of both uh, My Friend's Place and The Awesome Departure, hosted uh, by Marcus. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, and that last 20 minutes or so of music, you heard a new one from Royce and Murphy called Assimilation. Then it was Raheem Devon and Apollo Brown with When a Man. Uh, then you heard uh, Spirit of the Beehive, I Suck the Devil See which is really frustrating because I really want to say what the C stands for, and I can't believe here I am in 2021 and can't say that word, but regardless, I can't. Um, also, please uh, consider becoming a subscriber for WGOT on patreon.com slash WGOT. I'm out of here. Enjoy. Be back next week. 